Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us once again. We are recording this in July of 2020. And welcome to episode five, Cute Little Sayings. And we'll talk about why we named it that a little later on. (laughs) We want to thank everyone who has reached out to us via text, Twitter, Facebook, watching it on YouTube, listening to it on their favorite podcasting platform. We want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Kim Alex. She homeschools her children. She has benefited so much from listening to the episodes that she even told me she's put one of the books that we recommended into her Amazon cart. Yay! That's so great to hear. Let's reflect back on episode four, The 13 Rules That Expire. Yeah, that was a very dense episode. There was a lot there. Heavy duty. Yes. When I first read it, it was, you know... Overwhelming. Overwhelming. And there's no way that you can possibly include all those 13 rules in one year like try to change everything you'll have to really focus on the things that you believe are the most important for your grade level and for upcoming grades Mm -hmm. and just focus on changing a few things or one thing and somewhere I read you know if you change 10% of your teaching style each year well I mean 10 times 10 is a hundred, right? So right. you'd think by year 10, you'll be a master, right? Right, right. <laughs> I was listening to Robert Kaplinsky speak, and mm-hmm. he said something about, you know, feeling embarrassed about how he oh. has taught in the past. Mm-hmm. And if you aren't embarrassed, mm-hmm. then you aren't changing. Exactly. When I think back to my first year of teaching, oh, yeah. So I actually have a couple of my former students from when I first started teaching 28 years ago as Facebook friends. Yes. So I apologize to you now <laughs> for what I was doing my first few years because I didn't know what I was doing. Right, right. You well, know? and I even think of last year. I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. with everything that happened last year, with transitioning from in-person, to online Mm -hmm. it was a mess a mess and some of the things that we did were not best practice right you know because we didn't know we we didn't didn't. know any better it was crisis management times yeah yeah. it wasn't really distance learning it was really crisis management yeah so you can't beat yourself up is is what the point is and you you just have to take it little by little Mm -hmm. and just know that small changes are what makes a difference we're going to get better because we know what not to do. Right. (laughs) Right. And you don't know until you try either. Exactly. You have to just kind of go for it and see. Be a jumper. That's what I said you are. You're a jumper. Be a jumper. Be like me. (laughs) Jump out of the airplane. I don't know about the airplane. Listen, that was the best thing I've ever done. You did that? Yes, skydiving. (gasps) It was an incredible, incredible experience. I did not know that about you. Yes. Yes. Still alive to tell me about it. it. I, I really like it. Did you like, do a tandem? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I didn't want to do all the training. I just wanted to jump. Oh my god! <laughs> like everything else I do. <laughs> when yeah. It was. was this? Um. I was in university. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was. It really was. Like the the peace and the and everything that you see. It's just unbelievable. Okay. 
When I say I'm a jumper, like I will jump rope. I'll jump across the street. <laughs> I want my feet on the ground. You jumped out of a perfectly good airplane. I, I, wow. Good for you. It was an incredible ex- I highly recommend to everyone listening, jump out of an airplane. <laughs> that won't be me, everybody. Uh, so let's go back to why we d- we called this episode Cute, Cute Little, Little Sayings. We couldn't figure out a name. We were thinking about uh, classroom norms. norms. Math um, norms. Yep. Well, we all have these sayings that we tend to say over and over and over again in our classrooms. And I put them on cardstock and I put them all around my room and I saved them as cute little sayings in my Google Docs. So that's what that's the only thing that I said. We're, we have to name it cute little sayings because that's what I have it saved as. That's it. <laughs> So, so that's where the title came from. Exactly. We're going to share some of our sayings. If we know where they came from, we'll share that. We will share why we chose these cute little mm-hmm. sayings. So one of the first ones that I always had up was, and this was probably from the growth mindset, Carol Dweck, Joe Bowler, and the Facebook feed where shirts pop up as ads. Yes. Well, the shirt said mistakes are proof that you are trying. And I didn't like that. So I changed it to mistakes are proof that you are learning. And I -hmm. I bought that shirt because they are showing that you are learning. Another one that I had was when in doubt, dap it out, D-A-P, dap it out, which stands for draw a picture. And this year I was talking to my fifth graders and I said, oh, I'd love to put something like make a model. Well, I couldn't put draw a model and you all can figure out why. Yeah, that would not, although it would be memorable. It would be very memorable. So I might change draw a picture to um, make a model. So it'll be when in doubt, ma'am it out. Eh, I don't know. I kind of still like dap it out. Yeah. We'll see. Because it's a little like a dab too, right? So you can like dab as you do it. But it's dap. I know. I know, but it's kind of like All right. You're right. You're right. Another one that I have is estimate before you calculate. Mm-hmm. And that's something I try to remember to do. I forget so oh, much though. Gosh, so do I. And it's so important so that we don't have to just <laughs> spend that day's lesson on estimating, right? Yeah, if estimating we, shouldn't be done once in, in one day. It really should be done every day mm-hmm. as it, it really shouldn't be a, a lesson on its own. Exactly. It should be a lesson threaded throughout. Right. Routine. Yes. A routine a that, routine. You, that you start with every single time you calculate right. anything for sure I don't get it yet yet Uh, that's the power of yet one of my most favorite sayings that definitely came from the growth mindset training era books that we've read let me jump on that one for a little bit um every first week of school I show the classroom dojo five videos Mm -hmm. of the growth mindset and we'll include those in the show notes and they're free they're free they're right on YouTube YouTube. it follows Mojo in the series this cute little character so cute and at the end of every episode there's a question so I pause it and have the students discuss turn and talk about what they what they're thinking and how he can change his mindset mindset 
so that he can accomplish great things. And I actually learned, you taught, you told me about these a long time ago, but we had morning meeting for social emotional learning this yes. year. And I think it was after Christmas when I started showing those videos to the fifth graders. And I don't care how old you are. No. I mean, even adults can yep. benefit from it. Yeah, I show them to my fifth graders every year and every mm-hmm. year they love them. Mm-hmm. They actually look forward to the next day when it's the next, oh, are we watching that next episode? You're right. They, they, they really do get excited. They were hooked. And it's true. It's something I haven't replayed them for them, but it would be a great thing to watch again Mm -hmm. later on in the year. Right. Another cute little saying that I love is from Kathy Seeley, and she wrote a whole book about this. It's called Faster Isn't Smarter. Yeah. And especially with my fifth graders, I had to say that so many times because I think teachers were giving them those time tests before then, and that's how they considered themselves smart. Or I got the answer first it took me a long time to to change help them change their mindset about how no mathematicians are deep thinkers and just because you get the answer fast does not make you the smartest yeah we've got we've got to stop looking at math as a race because it's not it really isn't Another cute little saying I have is, I respectfully disagree with you. Mm. We do so much conversation in my math class that I had to teach the kids a way to say, "Uh uh-uh, or that's not right, or whatever, so that they could justify their answer, which is one of our mathematical practices. Right. And another cute little saying that I have is, don't be a number plucker, which we talked about in one of our previous episodes. And it is Graham Fletcher that said that first. I was trying to remember who who did I hear that from? And it was him. If you didn't listen to one of our previous episodes, it's basically where kids just pluck numbers out. And no matter what the context is, it has has no bearing on it. All they do is add the numbers. I don't even care if right. it has nothing to do with addition. That's all that the kids right. would do. Or multiply them. That's what or they'll multiply. do. Or yep. multiply. Yeah, in the upper grades. So I tell the kids all the time, and they'll say it with me, don't be a number plucker yeah. to their friends. Right. Again, it just goes back to making meaning of the math. Exactly. Right. So you don't want them to go too fast. You want them to make meaning. You want them to stop and reflect and really imagine what does this problem look like? Yes. What is what is happening here? Another saying is always look for patterns. Yes. And I've said this one for many years because math is really about patterns when you get down to it. Right. And and I mean that goes right back to the 13 rules too. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying just add a zero, uh-huh. really look for the patterns. What's happening every single time you're multiplying by a power of 10? Mm-hmm. Or dividing. Or dividing. Yes. Right. Another saying that I I stopped saying show your work a few years ago so much so because I have that t-shirt but I changed it to don't just show your work prove that you are right and I actually had made my own t-shirt <laughs> for that one because back to the mathematical practices listen you can show your work all day long and there it is all wrong right so uh, now I say don't just show your work prove that you are right what's another one that you have the the one I like too is embrace the struggle oh oh see that was my last one where i have stars written around it where i i say it as it's okay to struggle i i made that one this year because my kids i think they just expected to know the answer 
like that. Right. And I really had to teach them to change their mindset to say, you know, fail first attempt in learning. And that, you know, we we weren't born into this world walking and talking and reading and writing and everything. And somehow people have just ingrained in our kids that math just comes naturally. Yes. So I made that sign, it's okay to struggle. And I think by the end of the year, my kids knew yeah. that that was okay. What did you and want? And that was, that was another video that I show as well, is the Khan Academy, you can learn anything. Anything, me too. I love that video because exactly that, it shows that, it talks about Shakespeare had to learn his alphabet. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein had to learn his numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all born in the same, at the same place. Yes. And we all have to practice and do it again and again and again until we get better at it. Exactly. And we are not, we don't, we're not born knowing how to walk. We have to learn how to walk. And that's what I tell them in the classroom too. Mm -hmm. I, I tell the students, you know, you tried and tried and tried again and you got up every single time you, you fell down. Yep. And that's what's going to happen in this classroom. Every single time you fall, you're going to get back up and you're going to try again. Tell us about one of your other cute little sayings. One that was very powerful this year, and I actually kept it up uh, under my date, actually under the efficient, accurate, flexible. (laughs) Yep. I have a little poster that says, mistakes are expected and respected. Yep, I've seen that one. And I loved that this year. I think it was really important for my students to see that. And we even turned it into a little... Like a rap? Yeah, like like a chant? Like a chant, yeah. Mm -hmm. One that they would reply reply back to me. One of your whole brain classroom routines. So I would say mistakes are expected and then they would chime in with and And respected. respected. And it was just so... It kind of incorporates all of it, I felt like. You know, it really got them to respect each other and Mm -hmm. support each other and that whole you know being positive with each other I'm totally stealing that from you yeah it's a great (laughs) one it really is because again and that's why I kept it on the board the whole year because everything came back to that did it turn into wallpaper though it didn't because we it it just was something that you know when things got hard Mm -hmm. we would just go back to that and you had your kids all day long how many times a day or week do you think you did that chant with them probably twice a week okay yeah. Okay. More at the beginning, you think? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And what was your final cute little saying? This one is out there. It's quite popular. It's okay not to know. It's not okay not to try. <gasps> I love that one. Yeah. yeah, it's... How come I don't have that one? You don't have that one? I'm stealing that one too. That's a great one too. Uh, what I usually, or what I did the year before, was I had a sheet protector mm-hmm. with all of these already pre-printed, mm-hmm. and every week or so, every time I felt like we needed a new one, I would just Change go to the out. next one, right? And I that was really impactful because it just gave us a different conversation, right? Exactly, and something that we could easily turn into a morning meeting mm-hmm. and discuss, and and just keep bringing back that growth mindset mindset because it's so important for them to to know that mistakes are fine yes and that's how we learn yeah if we're not learning from our mistakes what are we doing right you're gonna make the same mistake over and over isn't that the definition of insanity yes 
You have to learn how to do it differently. Mm -hmm. I think in one of our future episodes, we're going to dedicate it all to growth mindset. Mm -hmm. We've been giving snippets here and there, but it's definitely one that merits its own podcast. Yes. We have our challenge for you for this week. We would love for you to share your cute little sayings. Cute little sayings (laughs) with us. And so that we can continue to steal. I mean, borrow. No, teachers, <laughs> the best teachers steal. This is, I, I forget who told it's me that. beg, borrow, or steal. Yes, someone told me that the best teachers steal from each other. Um, So we would love for you, for you to steal from us and, and you know. So open, we can steal so from we you. So we can steal from you. <laughs> so reach out to us on Twitter. Tag us at Laura and Karina. And don't forget to use the hashtag learning through math. You can also reach out to us and join the conversation on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Thanks again for being here with us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learning through math. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.